Hello friend, Mel Jeffcoat here. It's uh, 7.32 p.m. on a Friday, and I can only blame exhaustion, but yesterday was a Thursday, and I forgot that I was going to do Zettelkasten Thursday, where I pull a card out of my Zettelkasten, or Antinet, and read it, and talk about it as, part, as my podcast. So since I forgot it yesterday, I'm going to go ahead and do it today. Now, I'm not pulling cards out at random. I did last time, but there are enough cards that are just sort of structural. They mark categories and divisions and things like that, that it's not very interesting if I pull those out, and then I have to search for something near there that's interesting, and I may as well just pick something to begin with. So I just started at the beginning of my uh, card drawer and went through it until I found something that looked interesting to talk about. So this card is from, oh, let's see, May of last year. And at the time I was reading A Guide for the Perplexed by E.F. Schumacher, which is an interesting book about uh, philosophy and the nature of reality and so on. And this card was me reacting to some of what he said. And so since I own the book, I went ahead and pulled it out and looked up the page that I had got, I was reacting to. So I'm going to go ahead and read you a little bit of that first, and then I'm going to read what I wrote in response. Um, and Schumacher is talking about science in this part of the book, um, talking about philosophical systems. So he says, the claim that science, in quotes, brings forth truth, also in quotes, certainly unshakable, reliable knowledge which has been scientifically proved and that this unique ability gives it a status higher than that of any other human activity. This claim on which the prestige of science is founded needs to be investigated with some care. What is proof? We may hold a great many different theories. Can any of them be proved? We can see right away that it is possible to prove a recipe or any other instruction which, which takes the form of if you do X, you will obtain Y. If such an instruction does not work, it is useless. If it does work, it has been proved. Pragmatism is the philosophy which holds that the only valid test of truth is that it works. The pragmatist advises, it is irrational to say when an idea is true, it works. You should say when an idea works, it is true. So that's the part that I was reacting to. And so on my card, I wrote, pragmatism states that when an idea works, it is true. This begs the question, for whom does it work and to what end? What values are you using to select that end? There is a hidden philosophy behind pragmatism. So I think that stands for itself, but to expand a little bit on that, 
um, you know, if if you're saying that you're making a statement that something is good or something is bad, then that's a value judgment. And people with different value judgments, or different values rather, will have different judgments as to what is good and what is bad, what is beautiful, what is ugly, etc. And often people who have the same values will broadly agree on these things. So in this discussion here, he's looking at science as a philosophy. There is certainly experimental science, but he's talking about the philosophy that is behind it and the assumptions and the values that decide what is part of science and what is not and what is nonsense from the uh, scientific point of view. So um, just got distracted because my husband was yelling up the stairs towards me. I'm going to ignore him and try and keep talking. Um, but so values are sort of the bedrock of any philosophy. And if you don't recognize that, then when some belief system makes statements of fact, they claim, you have, if you're not looking at what are the underlying values that led to these statements, then you can get very confused and it makes it very difficult to compare different systems. So you really have to dig deep. And a lot of times the fundamental values are not stated and they're not even recognized. Holders of a set of certain set of beliefs may have no idea. They may not even be able to articulate what their fundamental values actually are. So it's not like you can just ask somebody, you know, what are your values when you make this statement? It may not have any meaning. That question may not even have any meaning to somebody. And, and this gets kind of back to in the very first podcast when I talked about um, the idea that if you only have one story, then it's like having no story at all because that's the only thing you know. You have to know at least two stories, two different stories, in order to be able to compare and to recognize what you believed in your first story. It's kind of like when you learn another language. Um, if you only speak the language that you learned as a, a child and you've never learned any others, then your language is simply how language is to you. And it's not until you try and learn another language 
that is different, has different rules, and you have to struggle to understand those rules. And in the process of comparing the way that language does expresses concepts and the way yours does, you can start to come up with almost a meta understanding of language, maybe, especially if you don't just have two. If you learn more than two, then you can really start to, to see the commonalities and you can see the things that don't have any commonalities. So the same thing, I think, with philosophy and ways of thinking, value systems. If you only have one and you've never uh, explored or considered others, then you don't even recognize what limits of your value system are. You probably can't articulate, hmm. excuse me, articulate any of them or most of them. But when you learn others, then you start to develop a language and you can define yourself by what you're not and what you have in common with others. <coughs> and with that, um, my throat is getting a little bit uh, itchy here. I drank some spicy hot chocolate slash drinkable pudding earlier. It's full of ginger and cayenne and, and good stuff very delicious, but now I've got some remnants of that in my throat. It's making it hard to talk. So I'm going to sign off for tonight. I've probably talked long enough anyhow. So until next time, keep exploring. <laughs>